Morning prayer begins on page three of the prayer book. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be always acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 95, found on page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways. Unto whom I swear in my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Morning Psalm is Psalm 66, found on page 417. O be joyful in God, all ye lands. Sing praises under the honor of his name. Make his praise to be glorious. Say unto God, O how wonderful art thou in thy works! Through the greatness of thy power shall thine enemies bow down unto thee. For all the world shall worship thee, sing of thee, and praise thy name. O come hither, and behold the works of God, how wonderful he is in doing, in his doing toward the children of men. He turned the sea into dry land. So they went through the water on foot. There did we jo rejoice thereof. He ruleth with his power forever. His eyes behold the nations, and such as will not believe shall not be able to exalt themselves. O praise our God, ye peoples, and make the voice of his praise to be heard. Who holdeth our soul in life, and suffereth not our feet to slip. For thou, O God, hast proved us. Thou also hast tried us, like as silver is tried. Thou brought us into the snare, and laidest trouble upon our loins. Thou sufferest men to ride over our heads. We walk, went through fire and water, and thou broughtest out into a wealthy place. I will go into thine house with burnt offerings, and will pay thee my vows, which I promised with my lips, and spake with my mouth when I was in trouble. I will offer unto thee fat burnt sacrifices with the incense of rams. I will offer bullocks and goats. O come hither and hearken, 
all ye that fear God, and I will tell you what he hath done for my soul. I called unto him with my mouth, gave him praises with my tongue. If I incline unto wickedness with mine heart, the Lord will not hear me. But God hath heard me, and considered the voice of my prayer. Praise be God, who hath not cast out my prayer, nor turned his mercy from me. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the second chapter of the second book of Samuel. And it happened after this that David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I go up to any of the cities of Judah? And the Lord said to him, Go up. David said, Where shall I go up? And he said, To Hebron. So David went up there, and his two wives also, Ahinoam the Jezreelitess, and Abigail the widow of Nabal the Carmelite. And David brought up the men who were with him, every man with his household. So they dwelt in the cities of Hebron. Then the men of Judah came, and there they anointed David king over the house of Judah. And they told David, saying, The men of Jabesh-Gilead were the ones who buried Saul. So David sent messengers to the men of Jabesh-Gilead, and said to them, You are blessed of the Lord, for you have shown this kindness to your Lord, the Saul, and have buried him. And now may the Lord show kindness and truth to you. I also will repay you this kindness, because you have done this thing. Now therefore, let your hands be strengthened and be valiant, for your master Saul is dead, and also the house of Judah has anointed me king over them. But Abner, the son of Ner, commander of Saul's army, took Ishbosheth, the son of Saul, and brought him over to Mahanaim. And he made him king over Gilead, over the Asherites, over Jezreel, over Ephraim, over Benjamin, and over all Israel. Ishbosheth, Saul's son, was forty years old when he began to reign over Israel, and he reigned two years. Only the house of Judah followed David. And the time that David was king in Hebron, over the house of Judah, was seven years and six months. Now Abner, the son of Ner, and the servants of Isbosheth, the son of Saul, went out from Mahanaim to Gibeon. And Joab, the son of Zariah, the servants of David, went out and met them by the pool of Gibeon. So they sat down, one on one side of the pool and the other on the other side of the pool. Then Abner said to Joab, let the young men now arise and compete before us. And Joab said, Let them arise. So they arose and went over by number, twelve from Benjamin, followers of Ishbosheth, the son of Saul, and twelve from the servants of David. And each one grasped his opponent by the hand and thrust his sword in his opponent's side. So they fell down together. Therefore that place was called the Field of Sharp Swords, which is in Gibeon. So there was a very, very fierce battle that day, and Abner and the men of Israel were beaten before the servants of David. Now the three sons of Zariah were there, Joab and Abishai and Asahel. And Asahel was as fleet of foot as a wild gazelle. So Asahel pursued Abner, and in going he did not turn to the right hand or to the left from following Abner. Then Abner looked behind him and said, Are you Asahel? He answered, I am. And Abner said to him, Turn aside to your right hand or to your left, and lay hold on one of the young men, and take his armor for yourself. 
But Asahel would not turn aside from following him. So Abner said again to Asahel, Turn aside from following me. Why should I strike you to the ground? How then could I face your brother Joab? However, he refused to turn aside. Therefore Abner struck him in the stomach with the blunt end of the spear, so that the spear came out of his back. And he fell down there and died on the spot. So it was that as many as came to the place where Asahel fell down and died, stood still. Joab and Abishai also pursued Abner, and the sun was going down when they came to the hill of Amma, which is before Gia, by the road to the wilderness of Gibeon. Now the children of Benjamin gathered together behind Abner and became a unit, and took their stand on top of the hill. Then Abner called to Joab and said, Shall the sword devour forever? Do you not know that it will be bitter in the latter end? How long will it be then until you tell the people to return from pursuing their brethren? And Joab said, As God lives, unless you had spoken, surely then by morning all the people would have given up pursuing their brethren. So Joab blew a trumpet, and all the people stood still and did not pursue Israel any more, nor did they fight any more. Then Abner and his men went on all that night through the plain, crossed over the Jordan, and went through all Bithron, and they came to Menahem. So Joab returned from pursuing Abner, and when he had gathered all the people together, there were missing of David's servants nineteen men of Asahel. But the servants of David had struck down, of Benjamin and Abner's men, three hundred and sixty men who died. Then they took up Asahel and buried him in his father's tomb, which was in Bethlehem. And Joab and his men went all night, and they came to Hebron at daybreak. Here ends the first lesson. Benedictus says, Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Here begins the fifth verse of the 21st chapter, the Gospel according to St. Luke. Then as some spoke of the temple, how it was adorned with beautiful stones and donations, he said, These things which you see, the days will come in which not one stone shall be left upon another that shall not be thrown down. So they asked him, saying, Teacher, but when will these things be? And what sign will there be when these things are about to take place? And he said, Take heed that you not be deceived, for many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and the time has drawn near. Therefore do not go after them. But when you hear of wars and co commotions, do not be terrified, for these things must come to pass first, but the end will not come immediately. Then he said to them, Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be great earthquakes in various places, and famines and pestilences, and there will be fearful sights and great signs from heaven. But before all these things, they will lay their hands on you and persecute you, 
delivering you up to the synagogues and prisons. You will be brought before kings and rulers for my name's sake. But it will turn out for you as an occasion for testimony. Therefore, settle it in your hearts not to meditate beforehand on what you will answer. For I will give you a mouth and wisdom which all your adversaries will not be able to contradict or resist. You will be betrayed even by parents and brothers, relatives and friends, and they will put some of you to death. And you will be hated by all for my name's sake. But not a hair of your head shall be lost. By your patience possesses your by your patience possess your souls. Here ends the second lesson. Your yeah. I will try that again. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies from the hand of all that hate us. Perform the mercy promised to our forefathers and to remember his holy covenant. Perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we being delivered out of the hand of our enemies might serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shall be called the prophet of the highest that thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways. Give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins. Through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, Holy Catholic Church, communion of saints, forgiveness of sins, resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. 
O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Let thy merciful ears, O Lord, be open to the prayers of thy humble servants, and that they may obtain their petitions. Make them to ask such things that shall please thee. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, Grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning. This morning's Old Testament reading is a continuation of the transition from King Saul to King David. David continues to show himself the most faithful and, with one glaring exception, most measured of God's anointed kings, Israel. As Bishop Scarlett said yesterday, David's steps to promote stability and avoid regicide are also in his own interest and that of his descendants. Today focuses on Abner, cousin of Saul, and his lead general and confidant. Abner wasn't a very successful general, but it's hard to tell if that was his fault. When he led Saul's battles without David's military assistance, the favor of God was no longer on Saul. Some fault Abner for not reigning in Saul's excesses, such as Saul's massacre of the priest of Nob that we heard about a couple weeks ago. Abner's last major decision seems quixotic. Abner knew, as all of Saul's courts knew, that God had anointed David as Saul's successor. Abner also knew that David had always behaved honorably towards Saul, resisting the opportunities to kill Saul and biding his time. But for some reason, whether personal ambition or loyalty to Saul, here he installs Saul's youngest and only surviving son as king over the northern kingdom. This starts a brief, violent, and predictably futile civil war. Today, Abner kills Asahel, uh, perhaps the most fearless of David's nephews. That he uses the butt of his spear suggests that he only intended to prod the young man, not kill him. But we know how this is going to turn out for Abner. If in the New Old Testament we see the foreshadowing of the violent end of the house of Saul, in our New Testament lesson, Jesus is continuing his warnings about the coming violent end of the nation of Israel. More so than any other gospel, Luke recounts these warnings that we now know point forward less than four decades to the destruction of the Second Temple in AD 70. He also warns his followers that, as the, in the Old Testament period, human history will be marked by war, famine, plague, and natural disaster. Despite what some modern utopians might think, this is the nature of human existence, not something that can be prevented by human hands. He also promises the disciples that they will be persecuted for their faith, as happened for three centuries in the Roman Empire and continues to this day in Africa, the Middle East, and other places around the world. 
At the same time, Jesus promises to give his followers the wisdom of what to say so they can bear witness to God's grace and proclaim the good news of what they have learned at his feet. We hear much the same message in today's psalm. Psalm 66 is the second of a group of four psalms that are near the end of the second of five books of the psalms. Four psalms are presented as songs and have similar structure and themes. Psalm 65 and 68 are signed by David, but today's psalm and Psalm 67 are not. Like many of the psalms, Psalm 66 recounts the great things that God has done for his people and call for the Israelite to be grateful, honor, and praise God. What's different here is the universal nature of the call to gratitude, honor, and praise. The psalm opens with an explicit call beyond the people of Israel. O be joyful in God, all ye lands. Sing praises unto the honor of his name. Make his praises to be glorious. Say unto God, how wonderful art thou in thy works. To the greatness of thy power shall thine enemies bow down unto thee. For all the world shall worship thee, sing of thee, and praise thy name. As one commentator note, this call to all nations initially had little practical value in a book of songs in the language of one people and only available to that people. However, when the Hebrew Bible was translated into Greek, what we call the Septuagint, for about three centuries before Jesus, their scripture was available to others outside of Israel. We have throughout the Acts of the Apostles examples of Jews who were not born Jewish, but were Gentile converts. For Christians, this brings home the great commission given by Jesus to his apostles at the end of his earthly ministry and lived out by Paul's ministry to the Gentiles. As did the psalmist, we call on others to share the good news of God's grace and wisdom and to praise and be obedient unto him. We now return to page 18 in the Book of Common Prayer. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldst be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or state. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we thine unworthy servants do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, 
and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. We thank, fee thank thee, most merciful Father, that it hath pleased thee to build thy church in many lands. We praise thee for the light of the gospel, the labor of thy servants, and the ministrations of thy church. We also bless thy holy name for those who have lived and suffered and died for thy sake, beseeching thee to give us grace so to follow their good examples, that with them we may at last attain thy heavenly promises, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for coming. Thank you for Britt and Carl for making this morning's worship possible. Thank you, Joel. Have a good Thank day, you, everyone. Have a good Saturday. <laughs>